This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of thesaintsnation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Bing! Take that to the bank. L-B. Those are the only letters that matter because the Saints are hemorrhaging linebackers. Kevin's going to get his horse time. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast Off-Season Edition. Woohoo! Uh, we talk about Saints stuff a little bit. We talk about whatever comes in our mind, and we try to get it wrapped up in 35 minutes. Um, by the Pelican House? Well, the pen, though, yeah, I, I guess I should do that. But they paid for the season, but now it's not the off-season. I don't know, Juge. Okay. Should I do it or not? I'll, I'll, uh, all right. The Pelican House, Baton Rouge. The, <laughs> the Pel- <laughs> We're so professional here. They, they have lots of beers on tap, and they do. Screen. 136. <laughs> I was gonna guess 612. Uh, yep. Pelican House. Owe them money after this. 136. After this <laughs> they had a fifth. They have a 50, uh, a 12 foot uh, TV. That you could watch Richard Sherman. I thought he was going to assault Aaron Andrews in the game. Twenty-five seventy-two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They have a uh, better him than Darren Sharper. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh god. You know? oh. So the Pelican House, go there, watch the Super Bowl, watch LSU basketball. They might, might be competitive, might get an NIT bid. Uh, so you still, and you got it's like. 30 days till first pitch for LSU baseball. So the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, 136 draft beers on tap. They support us, so you should support them. All right. Ask them if, ask them if they're carrying WrestleMania this year. They better be. Any... There we go. All right. So let's start with uh, the, 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 the NFC-AFC Championship before we get to Darren Sharper. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I said on Twitter, like, at the very end of the game, I don't even care who wins this goddamn game. I just want somebody to lose in horrific fashion. Yes, and, and God I, bless you for rooting for that. And I got my wish because San Francisco lost in pretty horrific fashion. Um, but I had a hard time. Like, I was like – I would be like kind of rooting for one team and then I'd be like, oh, then Jim Harbaugh gets to have the trophy and I have to listen to his shit postgame. Oh, Pete Carroll wins and I have to listen to that. Like, I really couldn't pull for anybody, which is weird in a playoff game. Usually I can just figure out – I just start pulling for somebody however it goes. This game, I just – I hate both these fucking teams so much. How were you feeling watching this game yesterday? <laughs> you guys are going to love this one. <laughs> You didn't watch the game, probably? I didn't watch one fucking play of the yeah. NFC Championship game. Because I don't want to fuck. Because listen, when the fucking Saints get eliminated from the goddamn season, 
I don't want to fucking sit there and go, oh, there's the team that beat them against a team that we beat for the right to go to the fucking Super Bowl. Because let me tell you something. That fucking sucks. I did it in 2011. Okay? I did it in 2011. I drove myself fucking mad. I went nuts. Because I, I watched them all in their entirety. I fucking watched the 49ers go into Green Bay and win that fucking game. And then I had to fucking watch the Giants go into Frisco and win that game. And then I had to watch the Giants, who got skull-fucked earlier in that season by the Saints in the Dome, which is where the NFC Championship game would have been. I had to watch the Giants go in and beat the fucking Patriots in a a fucking offensive display that the Saints would have clearly fucking matched. As a result, I am going to go to my fucking grave believing that that was the Saints Super Bowl and they fucking lost it. They lost it three weeks earlier. And so now if the fucking – now I can't do it. I can't really fucking pay attention to the next game. I can't do it. Andrew, Andrew, did you have the same feelings as Kevin? Uh, well, I watched the game, so no. You're I clearly mean, a better man than I am. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> but look, I mean, it it, it was. I, I read somewhere someone on Twitter said that Carol and Jim Harbaugh were essentially a wash, and um, and I agree with that. I mean, I, I think they're both insufferable human beings. Um. Then there's the whole Kaepernick versus Wilson thing, and I think Wilson's more likable. So I was kind of le- – but then, you know, I'm friends with Jonathan Goodwin. So, I, you know, it's kind of a – Nice run by him, by the way. Yes, very nice run. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I was really torn. I, I kind of have a, a, a mutual hate and, you know, semi-poor reason to root for both teams. So I, I just, I just, I don't know. It, it was just awful. I mean, it, it, one team was going to lose and I just kept wishing that both of them would lose. And um, so it, it was really, it's, it's kind of hard when you want both teams to implode, you know, and there has to be a winner. It, it, it's not fun to watch. Yeah. I was kind of secretly rooting for Seattle to lose on a horrifically bad pass interference call. Because that would have been poetic justice for them bragging about how they. Um, yeah, I mean, I had, after the Richard Sherman thing, then I, it kind of flipped. You know, the the I was just like, well, I kind of wish this team had lost. <laughs> like, you know, the way he handled it. Kind of, I mean, it was just kind of like I was like, okay, I can get behind this. The 49ers just lost. I hate Harbaugh. He's been whining like a two-year-old girl the whole fucking game. And so, you know, I, I was like, OK, I can get behind this. A horrible interception to end the game by Kaepernick. And then Sherman's Sherman's behavior just kind of ruined it for me. I was just like, well, why, why couldn't this guy have lost? Why couldn't this guy have had his guts ripped out on the final play? Um, so, look, I know who I'm rooting for in the Super Bowl. That That's an easy one. Um, well, yeah. But but I got to say, I don't like the way this is shaping up because, you know, you this could not be more tailor-made for the Seahawks in New York, cold weather. I mean, this could not set up more perfectly to slow down Peyton Manning just enough um, to put the game in their hands and, and give them the advantage. So um, I hope that the weather isn't horrible and I hope there's no wind or precipitation. And I hope that Manning and his offense are able to do what they do best because that's their advantage and their strength. 
but unfortunately, I think this is playing right into the hands of Seattle, and um, I, I, I actually think they're going to win. Dave, if I said to you, uh, Seattle can win the Super Bowl, or the or can, pick the or pick the or or you can have a Super Bowl with 20 inches of snow and oh. negative 15 degrees. Oh, I would take that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. That would be awesome. Or no, or better would it be Denver can win the Super Bowl or you can have the Super Bowl with the oh. 18 inches of snow and the negative 15 degrees. What so Denver pick? could still win the Super Bowl. They could, the but it would be like you get you get either or. Yeah. Uh And it would be oh, and the Super Bowl would be played on Tuesday. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Wait, meaning it'd be that delayed because so, of so, weather. Ralph, you're saying oh. you would root for the Super Bowl to basically be a disaster, so they would never put it in New York again, and Goodell would look like an idiot, right? Yes. New Jersey. Yes. Uh, Is that uh, more important think... than Seattle winning? I don't think it's ever going to be in, in a cold weather outside location ever again, regardless of whether this goes off without a hitch. You, think you really not. think that if it goes off, if it goes off perfect, and Goodell's like, yeah. "Oh, this was a great success." You don't yeah, think they would... I mean, I think that they just. I mean, I think they gave New York the Super Bowl because they had built the stadium. And, I mean, I, I think as far as people attending the game and people covering the game, I think they would much rather be in a warm, warm weather climate. I mean, the, and the thing – I mean, because the thing about the setup – I mean, I've, I've obviously been to – I've been to a couple of games at Giants Stadium. And, um, I mean, it's it's a good – ways away from Manhattan. I mean, you either have to drive into the city or take a train or take a bus. And so, I mean, you're going to have quite the commute. If you're staying in Manhattan, you're going to have a pain in the ass commute. And if you're driving, you're going to get caught in traffic for sure. So, I mean, it's not that fun if you're covering the game or, or where you're a spectator, because unless you're staying out in Jersey, and then if you're staying out in Jersey, uh, there's nowhere near as much stuff to do. Dave, you can I, always get well. You can always get threatened by the governor. Dave, right. So, I, so, you know, I mean, it's not like it's not like in New Orleans. You know, we heard all the time like how oh, from from like a lot of writers, oh, they should just permanently have it in New Orleans. I mean, it's because the the, the Superdome is so close to the French Quarter. I mean, you know, you can stay in the French Quarter, stay near the action. You you have the quick. You could walk to the Superdome if you really wanted to. Otherwise, you've got a quick two minute, three minute, five minute drive. Um, everything is just right there. And, um, and I think it may, it may be like that. I think it's kind of like that for Indianapolis and Indianapolis as well. And of course, it's, Indianapolis doesn't have as much nightlife and fun stuff going on, I, I would say, of course. The, people love the Indianapolis Super Bowl because the weather was like perfect. Yeah. yeah but, but look, none of that matters. The question is, <laughs> as a Saints fan, what's more important for the Shield and Roger Goodell to, get to look like utter idiots or is it more important for you to root for your newfound hatred of the Seahawks based on the last few seasons? Yeah, I would take – unfortunately, I feel bad, but I, I would take having the Super Bowl be a total disaster. <laughs> because at least in my situation, the Broncos still have a chance to win. Yeah. No, no, but let's just, let's just assume you have to pick. You have to pick between the Super Bowl is a, is a huge disaster – and there's an outcry by the media that the NFL blew it and that Goodell should be burned at the stake. Or 
but but you get that with Seattle winning the Super Bowl, or you can have Denver win. And 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 the Super Bowl is is widely accepted as a success. Does Denver win like in convincing fashion? Like, is it embarrassing for the Seahawks? Because <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, if that's the situation, is that uh, the then, Trump then, part? An embarrassing maybe I, win. Maybe I go for it. Okay. It's, it's too, this is like choosing my favorite child. What, who do you like better, your son or you know? Oh, it's, it's like, wait. Don't you only have one? I only have one. Juge doesn't. Okay. But uh, I, I it, that's too. It's this is this is too difficult of a question. I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't even. I hate Roger Goodell so much. <laughs> I don't have that deep hate. I mean, I dislike Seattle. But I don't have a that my hatred for them is new and fresh. My hatred of like San Francisco goes back to since I was decades, like, se- like to when I was seven. Yes. It would make me so happy if they play the Super Bowl on a Tuesday because of snow drifts and wind polar and, vortex. Yeah, exactly. Because then Roger Goodell for like. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday morning has to go on TV like the Today Show and just explain it all, and I would love that. So to me, I want to I want a weather disaster, just horrible, and I want them to like sh- or, or like or they actually play the game and it's so cold they like show celebrities in the stands just like bundled up, or people just leave in the second quarter because they can't yeah. stand the cold. I mean, I think, yeah, I agree. I, I think you have to look at it like this. See, at the bottom line with Seattle is they, they beat us twice. They, they were the better team, especially the first time. I mean, they kicked the ever-loving shit out of the Saints, and, and they're just better. And, and, yeah, you know, Pete Carroll's a truther, 9-11 truther, and that, that alone is reason to hate them. And, uh, you know, the PEDs and Richard Sherman acting like a buffoon. I mean, you, you add all that together, and you have a recipe for, for a great team to hate. But uh, I only have so much space in my heart for hatred, and, and it belongs to the Atlanta Falcons almost <laughs> entirely. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the, the Seahawks, maybe they cost us the playoffs or whatever. You can blame them for eliminating the Saints, but Roger Goodell essentially eliminated an entire year, an entire year for the Saints. And based, based they, Roger Goodell single-handedly made an entire season of Saints football not very fun. He eliminated draft picks from two drafts, so you could argue that he ruined two drafts for us. And uh, so, um, I, th- I think I think you root for as if you're a Saints fan. I, I think you pick Seattle to win as much as it hurts if it means the Shield and Goodell um, fall flat on their face. Like three, to, like a three to two Super Bowl in the horrible, horrible weather. Would be right. Would be yes. Yeah. Kevin, how outraged should we be at Richard Sherman's theatrics yesterday? Not one goddamn bit. Come on, man. I'm serious. I'm serious. Look, look. The problem. Maybe the problem is you're asking the wrestling guy <laughs> to analyze the guy who essentially did a pitch perfect heel promo. <laughs> I mean. It's and, and like here's the thing again. I didn't see a fucking snap of that game live. I didn't see Richard Sherman when it happened. All I know is I was checking my phone and suddenly my phone was like, Ugh! and so 
I I waited till you know the big lead and Deadspin had it. I watched it and I watched a few more times, and I was like, okay, all right. I mean, I could see. I mean, I get why people would be would be annoyed and think he's a dick. Totally understandable. I mean, fuck if 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 this was if they, if they were playing the Saints and he did and he did that after beating the Saints, I'd probably be fucking livid. <laughs> I'd probably be livid. But again. At the yeah, end imagine of the, if he said that shit about Colston. Well, I can't because that's that's an implausibility because the idea of Marcus Colston jawjacking with somebody is like odd. Yeah, I just I just don't see it. Um, but it's like if you don't want the guy to run his mouth and talk about how great he is, then don't give him the opportunity. They had a fight apparently at a charity function in the off season, so they yeah. had so they yeah. had like a it was little great. they had like it was great. you'd going and and you know what? Listen, I would I will gladly take Richard Sherman getting fucking over emotional and exuberant, and just and I will gladly take that than having to listen to want to another fucking Ray Lewis holier than thou. Yeah. God is great is kind of mumbo jumbo. I, I wasn't I was not offended by Sher- Richard Sherman at all because Muhammad Ali is sainted by people and he just totally destroyed other boxers in verbally and physically. I mean, he did it to he, Joe Frazier, he called him an Uncle Tom and he's like raging black civil rights guy he had a guy in a ring that wouldn't acknowledge his name change so he just instead of knocking him out he just beat the shit out of him for 12 rounds i mean so and he kept saying what's my name yeah, exactly and, and now muhammad ali rightfully so is you know considered a hero i just i feel like andrew these players we talked to them 20 seconds after the game's over i feel like if we talked to jim harbaugh 20 seconds after the game's over he might say stupid shit too so well, he didn't that's the thing he actually had a classy comment yeah but they, didn't, but they didn't but that was post game that wasn't like as he's walking off the field right uh, yeah i mean i i just think i mean i uh, call me a throwback or whatever uh, and and i throwback. do think <laughs> i do think there's there's a fine line. I think that you, we want these players to show personality and we want them to um, not give you the same trite and, you know, cardboard, cardboard cutout answers, you know, the cookie cutter. Uh, it was a team effort. We played well. I mean, obviously you see that every time and after a while it's just mundane and it's obvious and, and it shows no personality. So in, in that sense, I'm all about it, but I just think it was a little over the top for and and, and for Sherman as good as he is, and I, I I agree. I think he if he's not the best in the game, he's certainly top two, top three. I mean he he is an excellent corner, and he made a statement in that game and and throughout the playoffs that um, he's arguably the best cornerback. I mean Revis is getting older, and so I mean I don't even know who you would say is is better than him at this point. So um, I, I agree, but I I just think when you talk that much and when you when you have this attitude of, hey, everyone, look at me. I'm the best. It actually takes away from the fact that you are the best a little bit. Um, so, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in that you let your – and look, we all love Marcus Colston for a reason. 
dude keeps his mouth shut, hands the football to the referee and does his job. And, uh, you know, obviously not every player can be like that, but, um, obviously, I mean, there's a reason why T.O. is the most disliked person. And, um, I, I think, so I think it's okay for me to believe that the game needs players like that, that the game needs villains, but still not like him. Dave, I got into a little tiff with a couple people on Twitter about they were like, thank God Richard Sherman doesn't play for the Saints. I'd never want him playing for the Saints. And I was like, that's a bunch of bullshit. If he played for the Saints, you'd be like, yeah, he's the man. I mean, that is – am I right with that, that most of us – Well, how did you guys feel about having Shockey? Shockey is basically the same thing. I don't care. I don't care. I just want the Saints to win, Andrew, and not rape people, which we'll get to in a second. (laughs) <laughs> exactly pretty much pretty fucking much do not commit any crimes and just win and don't be a complete fucking douchebag dave do you do, is that do you feel that way that you wouldn't want richard sherman on the saints because if no, i don't feel that way I, he, I would welcome him he'd be fine here you know I, I mean i think i feel the same way as the rest of you guys obviously people are offended by this but i'm not really sure why um the only person that should be offended is michael crabtree um that, you know, I mean, he, di- he didn't curse he didn't really cross any lines i mean he was just uh animated and loud and it was a little bit surprising and a little bit cocky but um, a little bit well okay so he was a lot cocky. and he, the way he said mediocre was just fantastic yeah right. yeah exactly he, i mean he's not an idiot he, he chose his words pretty well he didn't say you suck he said you're mediocre uh, it's even it's, worse actually kinda. it is worse because it, it's, it's plausibly but, true like you can't like to say crabtree would suck is not really true but like mediocre you'd be like "Ooh, that's a knife in there yeah i mean i don't know whether he did it on purpose or not or how much thought went into <clears> it but it was a well phrased rant i mean he got his point across we all know he was amped up but he did it within the uh, a, a, a legitimate framework and uh a you know a family friendly it was a family friendly friendly rant at the end of the day uh you know they didn't need the beep they didn't need to use the five second delay they just ended it a little bit early um but uh so i'm okay with it i I don't i don't really see i i can't believe that um that it's uh that it's really become this this monster um obviously because of social media but um Did uh, did you guys know that Texas A and M actually lends the term twelfth man to the Seattle? They Seahawks? do, they do, and the, the the Seahawks have to pay them royalties. They had a lot of people at work that hate fucking Seattle because they're Texas A and M people, which is kind of odd. They're like, fuck Seattle, they try well, they to steal our Texas shit. They should hate Texas A and M because Texas A and M is the one who willingly entered into this agreement with yeah. them. Well, yeah, I mean, they need they need money to pay Manziel or the next Manziel. I don't Manziel. even think Texas A and M gets that much money from this. They deal. don't really, but they have to like acknowledge it on their website that right. it's Texas A and M's. But um, Dave, this this is one reason why my wife can't tweet for me when <laughs> when when Darren Sharper when Darren Sharper when it when it when she found out that he got arrested for allegedly assaulting or raping three different women allegedly my wife says you should allegedly. tweet out you should tweet out Darren Sharper's dating tips roof roof and all plus no equals yes allegedly <laughs> I said, no, I can't tweet that out. She says, why not? I said, because I'm not like you and I'm not a 
good-looking, hot minority that can say such things. The sharper shake. <laughs> so, Dave, this, what Darren Sharper is alleged to have done does taint 2009, your memory. Because he's a huge part of 2009. He was a huge part of 2009, but no, it doesn't taint. It doesn't uh, taint. Does a gold taint 2009? <laughs> I mean, well, for, you know, first of all, this is still, we're still very early in this process. We have no idea what's going to come of this, what's going to happen. Three women, true. two different and, states. That's a lot of smoke. And what's not true. But why yeah, is it all happening I mean, at the same time? So far, it doesn't, it doesn't That's look, a good question. So far, it doesn't look good for him. But um, I'm going to wait and see before I totally pass judgment. But even if he's found, you know, guilty on all accounts or whatever, and he's a terrible human being uh, off the field, I mean, he was still a good player on the field and... Uh, you know, we needed him to win the championship. We got the championship. I, you know, I, 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 it's fine. It's not a big deal yet. Andrew, it's not a big deal. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Call me a purist, man, but I, I, I kind of <laughs> think it's a big deal. I, I mean, purist. purist. <laughs> I mean, look, it, it would, it would be a major bummer, man, for me that I rooted for a guy that fucking raped chicks while he was in New Orleans. I mean, look, I don't ask much. I mean, we, we said this about Sherman. I don't ask much for my players. I just ask that they don't kill people like Aaron Hernandez. I just <laughs> ask that they don't get DUIs and fucking kill people, kill little kids and infants by driving drunk and hitting them. Or And I ask that they don't rape chicks. It's not – I mean, I'm not asking for the moon here. I just ask that Saints players act like decent citizens. And well, for the broad- most part – for the most There's, part, I've bought into the to the concept that the Saints target high character players. You look at Zach Streif, Scott Fujita, Scott Shanley, Drew Brees, Marcus Colston, Pierre Thomas. I mean, you look up and down the roster, and for the most part, I would say that the average Saints player um, is a, a better person than the average player on a different team. And maybe I'm looking through no. rose-colored glasses, but I, I, I choose to believe that. No, I totally agree with that. I think all those players you mentioned are absolutely uh, stand-up citizens as well as Better great football average. players. Right. Uh, but I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that there's a broad the, the the law under which Sharper was arrested is is very peculiar, and there's a broad range of you know when it comes to rape. I mean, you know, there's. Well, I'm not saying he did it. I'm saying if he gets convicted. Kevin, okay. well, he, okay, but wait now, but wait now, but even if he's even if he's convicted, it's still a question of whether he's, you know, whether he, you know, physically grabbed a girl, pinned her up against the wall, ripped her clothes off, that kind, you know, there's that kind of rape, and then there's the kind of rape where maybe she's a little bit tipsy, and she's still, yeah, uh, you know, and, and oh, and, there's definitely and, several shades of gray. Yeah, and she takes. Oh. Her, I mean, he he could be getting arrested and convicted for. Something that's very questionable, like, oh, she was drunk and he should have known that she was drunk and he shouldn't have slept with her. Uh, you know, uh, so it, it's, it's, it's still early. We, I don't even I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, the, Kevin, no matter what happens, I would say the odds of Darren Sharper ever being on the NFL network are uh, less again. Yeah. Again, even if he's like, totally exonerated is less unless he's in cuffs. Yeah, unless he's in cuffs. He's never being on that network again. No, no. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I mean, shit, I don't know what you want me to say to that. I mean, what, no, I mean maybe it's, it's for the best. I mean, because I don't know. But I mean, do you feel if, like if 
I mean, how do you feel about 2009 when you watch highlights and you see him running back interceptions for touchdowns? Are you going to think, oh, there goes the rapist? Kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had, I, I maybe had some plans to watch some of the games, uh, during the off season. I may postpone that. Um, although who, who the fuck knows? Probably by the time I, maybe by the time I'm old and senile in the old folks home and trying to watch those games, you know, You'll forget it, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to find out that, uh, we're going to find out. That well, shit. Who the hell was on there? We're gonna find out. Carl Nix was running a a midget fighting ring or something like that. And I, I, I don't know. Midgets with staph infection. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. This is a this My is. My foot's a... itchy. <laughs> Here we go. All right. This is an actual Saints semi-related question. Uh, Rob Ryan, the Saints are in Mobile this week, and. Uh, Rex Ryan was like, That's this is bullshit that Rob didn't get a head coaching job. He didn't get a head coaching interview because he has a long hair and a goatee. Dave, Dave, I'm going to make this argument to you. If Jim Caldwell, who I don't even know if he has a pulse. He does not. If he could get hired in Detroit as a second – he was basically in the area when Peyton Manning went to the Super Bowl. Why, if he can get a head coaching job in Detroit, why the fuck couldn't Rob Ryan be the head coach of Detroit, take Pete Carmichael with him, and win? Why do we want this to happen? Yeah, we more importantly, to happen. But, Rob Ryan's hair is too long to be a head coach. Caldwell has the benefit of the Rooney rule. I mean, Rob Ryan is going to have to have some rule implemented that you have to look like – if you look like a bum and you're you know, you're a homeless person – then you get to get a job interview. Uh, but I mean, he made the wor- he made the, the the worst defense in NFL history, number four. Andrew, if, if Rob Ryan looked like you, he'd be the coach of the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I'm just saying. The, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but look, and he would, and he would have a, he would have a wonderful uh, backhand. The Ro- the Rooney <laughs> Rule is is a good thing. I mean, I I remember when when Sean Payton got hired. The Saints came very close to, to hiring Maurice Carthon, who had an interview. They probably would never have interviewed him if he wasn't black, and they did, and he did a great job at the interview, and they almost hired him because they were like, wow, this guy is great. He's really good on they, – re, they really enjoyed the interview and everything. And so it's great because it gives guys an opportunity. So who knows? Like this is Caldwell's second head coaching job now. He obviously interviews really well, and – I mean, so it's great for guys like that. But then you look at a guy like Rob Ryan, he's not even getting in the door. And who knows how he would do in those interviews? I mean, who knows? We don't know. I mean, Rex Ryan, I mean, his, his brother has a job, head coaching job. So, I mean, maybe it's just as simple as him cutting his hair and shaving. I don't know. Um, but I, I think on some level, I, I think it hurts him that his brother is a head coach and has kind of had this brash – um, you know, foot fetish. I mean, there's just been a lot of there's been a lot of things that surround a brash foot fetish. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, if while we're talking about just totally speculating on how the Ryan brothers feel, I don't think that Rob Ryan wants to be a head coach. Where where do oh, I disagree? I disagree. He, you do? He, he got interviewed in Carolina three years ago. He everybody, all these coordinators. I don't get Ninety percent of them they want their shot. They just do. I don't, yeah, but I don't, yeah, but I don't you could argue that. Ron. 
Dave, no, you really think you really Ryan. think Dave coordinator and se- defensive coordinator for the Saints and second fiddle to Sean Payton is his dream job? I don't think that it's necessarily his dream. I, yeah, I think that you're talking about a guy who goes to a fucking Miss Maze after they win a game. You think he can do that as a fucking head coach in the NFL? No, that's the kind of shit that you lose when you become a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, that's and that's exactly point. the kind of shit unless, that I think Robert Unless Ryan somebody lives. hires them and they're like, you know what? I know you do this and I don't care because you're a great coach. Who the fuck is going to do that? Who the F is going to do that? You're talking about how co- how they won't hire anybody with long hair. So you think they're going to hire somebody and then say, yeah, you want to go out and celebrate a win at a local bar? Go for it. It's not happening i don't think and like i said he loses the ability to do that when he becomes a head coach i think he enjoys doing that hence i don't think he wants to be a head coach i don't know you still i still make lots I of money if, you have half the, the pressure saints, you, have, you get half the attention half the spotlight i, I don't saints, think he wants if the to be saints a are a top, if the saints are a top five defense again next year and they have a serious playoff run he's i would be shocked if he's not getting some interviews somewhere I mean, look at the, that There's guy. There's just too many shitty coaches in the league. There's just too many. There's too many I mean, Jim Caldwells that. out there. If you <laughs> if you are on the offensive staff of the Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning, you're getting a head coaching job eventually. I mean, they got that guy. He's like 15. He's the offensive coordinator, quote unquote. Cleveland is like dying to hire him. He he's basically told the Browns, no, I don't want to go to your fucking dumpster fire of an organization but he's going to be a head coach adam gas i think his name he's going to be a head coach next year i mean it just yes gas kevin uh odds that rec that rob ryan is the saints defensive coordinator in 2015 uh all right so i'll give it a percentage um let's see 2015 uh 70%. Wow. Andrew, do you agree or disagree? Ooh, in 2015? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think from what I can tell so far, he's getting along with Sean Payton really well. So I don't think it's like a Greg Williams situation um, at all. Um, and he was really successful. I don't know if he'll be as successful next season as he was this year. I mean, that's going from – Worst ever to fourth is an unbelievable climb, and repeating as the fourth best defense in the league is would be incredibly tough. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to get fired or anything. Um, so, uh, I mean, I think I think there's a decent chance that the Saints end up like 15th or 18th in the league next year. They drop off a little bit defensively, um, or maybe they get better. But uh, I mean, I, I think. Schedule you know, should be easier, I think. The schedule should be easier, but you know, you never know with injuries and stuff. Yeah. And so, I, I'll say, I'll say that he's, yeah, I, I agree, seventy percent. I think he's back. Dave, forty. Forty? Yeah. You just said that he's not getting a head coaching job. That Where else mean is he gonna go? He might just go become defensive coordinator somewhere else. But why would CFL. he leave? Is he gonna get fired or just willingly decide to leave? I don't know. I agree with you that they're definitely not going to be t- like a, a fourth best defense again. Sean Payton yeah. does run run through. Um, so so you're saying coordinators like so you're saying they won't wise. be the fourth next year. They won't be top five, and he'll get fired. Is basically what you're saying. I don't know if he'll get fired. I just what, what what's the, what kind of contract does he have? I don't know. That's a good question. I think he had a three year deal. Well, then I think he stays to the end of his contract. So. So you're so up. I like... guess, so then I guess I would go with seventy. I mean, if but if next year was the end of his contract, then you know I could see them just changing it up. I, I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 
I'm going to say 60%, but I think the Saints defense is going to be good again. I, I don't know if it'll be top five, but I think it'll still be top 10 because it's young and good. And they had a pretty, they had a lot of injuries this year and he held it together. I'm going to say he's going to get a couple of interviews at least next year, especially if the Saints are good again and yeah, are winning in the playoffs. I mean, I could see, like you say, Andrew, I could see some shitty team like the Raiders or I'm trying to think of another hor- uh, horrible team that always fires their coach. Like, uh, Wasn't he already the head, uh, like the interim head coach of the Raiders? He was defensive coordinator. I could have swore he like filled in after after Al Davis fired. So he might have done like a game Tom's or table. two or something. He might have. All right. You're thinking of Tom Cable. All right. This is the offseason, and, and, and Andrew was like, firm he doesn't want us going 90 minutes so we need to get going yeah. but we had break we have we have huge important news kevin oh god may or may not be getting, getting late getting with the ladies <laughs> so uh, i was going to use like a wrestling move euphemism like but i like a power like power bomb doesn't really that's not the, really the floggy cool. dolphin yeah he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna pile drive that's kind of classless um so Kevin, <laughs> figure four, figure so four Kevin, play. When you're on a date, well done. When That's the on, winner. When you're on a date with the ladies, uh huh. In the order of like when you you go, hey, I work, you know, I'm from New Orleans. I'm a, I, I work on the web at a TV station, blah blah. When do you mention the wrestling before the podcast, or do you mention the wrestling after the podcast? <laughs> She's in a sleeper hold. <laughs> Um, I, sharper shake. I, uh, <laughs> wow. Boo that one. <laughs> boo that, boo that man. Um, yeah, I usually, uh, wait on the wrestling till at least maybe like date three. Uh, date one is more just about, okay, let me make sure that she's not, uh, terrified of me for some check, reason. Check and, for the Adam's apple. <laughs> right. <laughs> make sure she doesn't have man hands. Uh, date two is a little bit, you know, okay, oh, so day, day two is like, okay, I like this, you like that, you like stuff, great. Um, and then date three is, okay, well, let me, let me fill you in a little bit more about, uh, what I'm all about. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you like gladiator movies? Um, <laughs> basically, yeah, like, naked. right. Um, that kind of stuff. Like, okay, well, I. I am trying to do uh, the pro wrestling thing. Did you How call do you it feel Shirley? About sweaty men in speedos. And and she uh she was down with that. She was her cool name isn't it. her name isn't Shirley, is it? No, it is not Shirley. <laughs> no, Shirley, you can't be serious. I should have dropped in the soundbite from Bachelor Party. She pees standing up. <laughs> 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 That's the number one thing you got to make sure of. Um. So, so you don't mention the po- so what you're saying is you don't mention the podcast. Uh, the podcast is probably of us. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. No, that's that's like date 115. Essentially, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I got to make sure I got to make sure that she's committed to me and, and that she that she trusts me as a person and uh, that we've uh, got a a wonderful relationship based on trust and mutual respect before I tell her, Oh yeah, 
So you know how I'm constantly looking down at my phone and tweeting during uh, Saints games during football season? Yeah, I also do a podcast where I rant and rave and sound like a, a jackass with three other people. And yeah. then they're like, oh, can I listen to it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, here's the thing, though. If she if she Googles Kevin held New Orleans. The number three thing is iTunes podcast, greatest podcast in history, and it's got your name in there. So so that could be bad for you. That's strike one. Yeah, that's strike one. I'M JUST SAYING. Oh might yeah, have, that is that. Might well, have that, that comes up. You want me to? Do you want me to SEO Jerry rig that to bump you down, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, 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 no. We, look, we, we need the audience. Yeah, we. Oh, we do. God, we always need the audience. Kevin's LinkedIn profile. Speaking of audience people, you still. It's the off season now, but you still need to donate because we got to pay. For- wait, wait. I want to know what's one and two. On the, on that Google search. Oh, what's Kevin Held LinkedIn profile. Yes, that's oh, number okay. one. And, uh, another... hey, wait, are you sure it's me, though? Are you sure it's my LinkedIn yeah, profile? Yeah, Louis, Missouri. Yeah, the first oh, okay. one. KSDK TV, News Channel 5. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, people, you need to donate to the podcast, whatever you can, a dollar, 50 cents, whatever, because we got to pay for next year. We want to get, you know, Kevin, his horse steroids, maybe some tidy whities Um <laughs> Kevin's going to get his horse steroids. <laughs> no, there are people out there that like to hear that. So I'm we do. They I'm do. giving them what the fans want. So, um, what happens when you Google I guess there's nothing, else that's, there's, not, there's nothing else to talk about. Um, has anybody done any senior bowl scouting or that nature? Juge. Yeah, I've been watching, I've been watching the tape. Yeah, Kevin didn't watch the NFC Championship game. Do you think he watched? He's gonna. He's paying attention to the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Do you think I'm gonna fuck? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the fucking high school jamboree games too while I'm at it. I just put up a post on Canal Street Chronicles. Did you know that the Saints Vikings NFC Championship game from 2010 is still in the second most watched championship? game in NFL Yeah, I saw that. That's not that surprising, though, because that had Brett What was the first? Uh, Niners-Dallas from the 80s. From 82. Huh. From 82. The the Saints in in the modern era, since since, since 1983, the Saints-Vikings championship game was the most watched. I think that's kind of surprising. That had, like, the perfect storm, though, if you think about it. It had the Saints, the upstart team, and Brett Favre. And it was at 530. So it yeah, but I, I mean, I just I, I feel like every year though the, the NFL is breaking ratings That's records. True. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it's, it hasn't been broken. Yeah. All right, I guess we need to wrap this up. Good luck to you, Kevin, on your romantic adventures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep us updated. You like that? So Andrew, what do you have this week at the uh, Saints Nation? I'm doing the top 10 plays of the year, so uh, I am recounting some of the top 10 uh, moments, and uh, I'll do one a day. You know, milk that shit. As, <laughs> you already have them laid out. You already know what number one is. Yeah, I do. Um, it's a long, it's a long off season, so you, Dave knows this. You really got to milk your content. Yeah, Times Picayune is doing like three position breakdowns a day. They got to yeah. slow that down. They, yeah, that's way that's that's well, going they, like, fast take and off strong, the man. They're they're gonna flame out, man. They're gonna flame out. We don't start doing position breakdowns until like March. And Dave, what do you have at Canal Street Chronicles besides uh, TV ratings of NFC championships? 
Um, oh, nothing of importance. Uh, tomorrow, well, tomorrow I might put together this date in Saints history. Did you know that tomorrow it was announced that um, that uh, the first the first Pro Bowl player from the Saints was announced? Cornerback Dave Witzel represented yeah, the Saints as the club's first Pro Bowl selection one. in 1968. I thought it was Ralph. Deep. You got any good anecdotes on Dave Witzel? No, I know that I thought it was going to say Doug Atkins and, and Doug Atkins. I know Buddy D told me a story where Doug Atkins got shit faced on Bourbon Street and peed into a potted plant. <laughs> um, nice. But that was it was he was an old defensive end for the Bears and he came to the Saints and he's actually pretty good. And uh, those are that's that's it. But Dave Witzel, I have nothing on him. I wouldn't I wouldn't even I didn't even know he played for the Saints until Dave just mentioned it. Sure did. Uh, so go to the Saints Nation. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles. Look up Kevin Held on the internet. He may or may not write a power poll. Doubtful, but <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Look up but Kevin I... Held on the internet and check out his LinkedIn page. It is. Check out his Match.com profile, ladies. <laughs> we may have to do that next time as we fill time. We'll talk about filling time for the off season. Holy no, shit, that's a good called. idea. He likes long. He likes long walks and jumping from the top rope. He's a Capricorn. So, Actually, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> for Dave, for Kevin, for Andrew, I'm Ralph Marlboro. This got you through the workday. So long until next week. <laughs> I like the off-season podcast. They make me happy. And and Andrew, we only went we only went 42 minutes, so you should be happy. Yeah, thanks. Way All to right. keep it tight. Way to All keep right. it. <laughs> Where was that? I hope you I hope you're recording this. I was. Good. Yeah. All right. What what is going on? Is that a buzz off? I'm <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth. Oh. Jesus. Electric toothbrush, eh? Yeah! Oh my god. Where's that thing? <laughs> so I might just let this shit run, not put the end, and just fade out the music. Uh, you should. Alright, people. Later. 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 The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.